Hello, everyone. This is your host, Sarah Picaro, and this is the Change With Him Real Raw Redeemed podcast. And this is wild. I was actually getting on here to record a different episode, and that one is still coming. It's still there. It's still available. It's still on its way. It's just not this one. And it's not this one because literally one minute ago, right before I hit record, I got a text message from my campus pastor. And I've just been so emotional lately. Yesterday, I was very aware and very present of the date because, fuck. Yesterday was Mother's Day. And I had an incredible day with my daughter. But my daughter was not my first child She was not my first baby, but she's the only one I've met. And yesterday was really, really hard because I knew this anniversary of my baptism was coming up. It was a year ago today, May 15th, 2022, that I got baptized. That I, I don't know where it came from. Well, I do. It came from him. It did not come from me, my own strength or my own courage to make the public declaration to follow Jesus and to let him into the dark places in my heart and my mind and my soul and in my life to light them up and do what he was going to do. And there was so much fucking fear in that. There was so much fear in that. It was like, what are you going to see? What are you going to do? What's going to happen? What's going to change? I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know if I can handle this life being different. Like it's already difficult enough. Like how much different is it going to be that it's more difficult? And I think that's part of this human experience. And I know that now I know, know that he understands that the human difficulties and the human experience. And that's why God, being who he is, wrapped himself up in flesh, came to earth, walked the earth with us, experienced the difficulties, died for our sins, like through the work that he's, that's already done, that's completed, that's in the past on the cross. We don't need to worry about if we're worthy of being saved. We've been saved. We just need to put our faith and trust and hope in him and follow him. And there's a lot of fear in following, right? Because a lot of us want to be the leader in our own lives. We want to be the one. We want to be the leader. Like leadership has this grandiose title of I'm the leader, I'm the one. And it's almost this validation, this recognition, and this awareness. And it's like, if we're not the leader, if you're not leading, you're following. And there's fear in following, fear in not knowing. Where are we going? Where are you going to send me? I don't get this. I want to be the one. I want to be in charge. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. And there was so much fear leading up to my baptism because I wanted to know what was going to happen after. And full openness, full honesty, full transparency, things have been a lot fucking harder since then in many ways. And I can't explain it. I can't describe it. But things have been so much more peaceful in so many other ways. In the ways that matter, there's been peace. The things that I used to be terrified of, I now feel okay. I still don't know. And it's scary to be okay with not knowing. Because I am someone 
and you might be too, who wants to know before they go. Where are we going to go? I want to know before I go. Like, if you're not someone who likes surprises, I say that I love surprises, but I don't love the anticipation of surprises. But the anticipation of surprises is part of the surprise. It's part of what makes the surprise so great. I don't like to be blindsided. I like to be prepared. I like to know. I like to see what's coming ahead. And a lot of times we don't know. We don't see what's coming ahead. And the road ahead is scary. It's unknown. It's a what's going to happen energy and frequency. And a lot of times that what's going to happen energy and frequency, we don't like the transparency of. We want to get away from it. We want to avoid it. We want it to go away. We want to, we want to run from it. And I found myself running a lot. And thank God I ran, <laughs> no matter where I ran, I couldn't get away from him. He always was there with open arms. And I felt this, this huge release in this healing last year after I, I got baptized May 15th of last year, July 4th. No, it was July 3rd. It was July 3rd of last year. I had a walk with Jesus. I had a, a walk where... It was like this last piece, this last bit. And it was the losing of my first child, not being with her or him. I don't know what the gender was, but not walking with them and walking with the heaviness, the sadness, the heartache and the heartbreak of not getting to know that child, my first child on this side of heaven and all that came up for me yesterday, Mother's Day, I woke up with just this. This, I don't know how to describe it. So many emotions, so many energies, so many emotions with deep, 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 deep gratitude for God for who he is, for where I am because of who he is, for the things that have happened in my life. Being a mother, these six plus, you know, seven years of being a mother because there's a stage of pregnancy where you're a mother, you just haven't met your child yet. And the walking with and the caring with everything that we've gone through, everything that we've been through and the way that God has provided abundantly for us. He has outpoured his blend uh, blendings, <laughs> blessings and abundancy. You guys know I like to combine words. And the experience that we had yesterday, just the allowing of receiving, we, we went fishing. We went fishing with my neighbors up north at our cabin. We just had such a beautiful time. It's such a beautiful time outdoors in nature with God and just a deep appreciation for the connections, the relationships in my life and the way that my life has changed with him, walking with him like side by side, deep trust in him, really carving out time every day to get to know him more, talking to him about everything, everything I'm excited about, everything I'm afraid of, talking to him about what his plans for me are and sitting with the contemplation and the conversation of, do you hear me? Like I asked for a sign, where are you? 
am, am I not on your mind? And sometimes feeling like I'm not on his mind and then feeling like that's a lie in mine. And that's not a lie from him because I know I'm always on his mind. I know I'm always in his heart. And sometimes the truth of that is overwhelming. And so I got a text message nine minutes ago from a campus pastor and it almost made me cry because I thought, really? How sad. Like, how sad for people who aren't aware. And there's so much energy and words and language in this. Um, Hi, Sarah. I'm not sure if you are aware. And I've been aware of this day for so long. I remember my daughter's birthday. I remember the day of my baptism. Like, those are the two most important days in my life. I'm not sure if you're aware, but today is the anniversary of your baptism at Sun Valley. I just wanted to take a moment and say happy baptism anniversary. How's your walk with Jesus going? (laughs) And I thought, um, (laughs) well, here I am. Hot mess, crying all the time. How am I supposed to answer that? Some days it's so incredible and so amazing and I feel that he's so close and I feel his love and I feel his presence and some days I question because I'm still not perfect and there was this perception of perfection. There was a perception that I had to be perfect. There was a perception that if I wasn't good enough, the same fear that was there, that was available, that was present before I got baptized is still here. And there was this illusion that it would magically go away, and it didn't. But there's so much there more now that wasn't there before. Peace that makes no sense. Like, logically on paper, certain situations, I should feel so, 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 so scared of and afraid of. And I don't. And it's like, I can't even make myself be afraid of those things anymore. Like, even if I tried, even if I get really, really in my head and logical about them, which is very easy for me to do, I still can't even make myself be afraid of the things that used to terrorize me and terrify me. They were like terrorizing, terrifying things. And now... When I, it's like, they're just, they're gone. And it's like wild. I don't know what happened to them. So my walk with Jesus (laughs) makes me laugh. And it's the most important date. My baptism, my baptism anniversary. It was funny. I was talking to someone recently and they called me like they, they, told me this title that they have of me and like the way that they were describing me to someone else like oh she's born again I'm like huh what does that mean like (laughs) I didn't even get it and I thought oh I get it like that's what people call people who decide to get baptized like later on in life not when you're like a baby and they sprinkle little water (laughs) water droplets on your fed because who wants to waterboard a baby that's looked down upon obviously for logical reasons but there's peace that makes no sense. And I think sometimes we try and make sense of things that don't make sense. And I think a lot of times that happens in our walk with Jesus, 
we try to make sense of things that don't make sense because it feels better when it makes sense, then we can understand it. And I don't understand most things still. And I, sometimes that can be scary because it feels like I'm not prepared. Like, am I prepared? And then there's always a story around enough. Am I prepared enough? Am I, am I good enough? Like it is this, should I, should I be more of this or less of that? And I'm not. And what does that mean? And God, tell me what it means. I almost want to like shake God, like, wake up, tell me what this means. I don't get it. I don't know. Tell me, please, the direction I'm supposed to go. And then worship songs come to mind. I will go where you send me. I'm like, what, where, where do you want me to go? And sometimes it just feels like I'm sitting here and I don't get it, but, but I'm walking with you. Am I? I? I don't know. Am I like, have you left me? Did I stop to rest and you kept going? Or did I keep going when you stopped to rest? Because there's this thing I'm reading the Bible and it's the Sabbath and Shabbat and peace be with you. And did you go and take the peace with me? But like you left the peace with me, but did you keep going? Or like, am I resting enough? All these questions, the questions that seem can flood and fill our mind. And then it feels like we're filled with a flood. And sometimes when it feels like we're filled with a flood, like any flood, it can be devastating. It can be deteriorating. It can be distracting. When we were on the water fishing, we were talking about floods and flash floods and water and the power of water and its ability to carve and cut and create and all of these things. And that is one of the most beautiful gifts that God gave us, right? Water. Think about it. Think about the life that is sustained by water. Think about how many days you can live without it. Not many. We need it. We need Jesus. We need God like we need water. And most of us are so, we're dying of thirst. But those are the things that cut and carve. They cut away the fear, cut away the pain, cut away the shame and carve into like this sculpture. I think about Michelangelo and he had this giant slab of marble. I mean, I look at a giant slab of marble and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. You expect me to see a magnificently, perfectly muscular, chiseled man with a little wiener hanging out? I don't see that. I mean, I see it now because Michelangelo saw it and he carved it and created it and he cut it out of the marble and the stone. And I'm like, yeah, you tried to give me that and I'm taking a hammer and, and a chisel and the fucking thing is falling apart. Like, you're not going to get a handsome man standing there in all of his glory and riches hanging out for the world to see. You're just not getting that from me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're going to get rubble. And a lot of times it feels like we are. We're just brokenness we're rubbleness we're just pieces destroyed like chipped away at something that could have been great and I think a lot of us are living in the story of like oh I could have been great or this could be great but and we're living in the fear and and when we let Jesus in when we walk with Jesus we experience things that don't make sense peace that makes no sense and there's a worship song I've got peace that makes no sense and it's like where did this come from? I don't get it. Like things should be this way, but they're not. They're this way. And we're confused by that. And and Jesus came to remove the confused. Not remove the confused because then we be removed. And he didn't come to remove us. He came to redeem us. He came to restore us. He came to remove the confusion. Confusion is a tactic of the enemy. And I realized that like, I don't get it. 
there's definitely some changes I still need to make in my life in different areas, but I feel those changes taking place. I feel those changes occurring and I feel that there's no rush. And that's weird because before my walk with Jesus, I felt rushed all the time. I felt constricted. I felt tied down. I felt bound. I felt like I was imprisoned. And now it's like my walk with Jesus. I can breathe. I stop. I appreciate. I see. I experience. I stand in awe. I stand in wonder. When we were fishing yesterday, my daughter and I like were like the clouds. I mean, I see him in the clouds. I take pictures of the clouds and I share them and I post them. And I'm like, wow. Wow. His vastness. It knows no end. And that's part of this piece that makes no sense. So yeah, I'm very aware. Like, thank you, Pastor. <laughs> thank you. I'm very aware that today is the anniversary of my baptism. I'm very aware to today is one of the most important days of my life. That people slap titles on me. I'm born again. And, and the hypocrisy and all of the stories like, oh, well, you know, you're born again, but you still cuss. You're born again, but you still sin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm born again, and I am me, but I am such a more at-home, peaceful, peace-filled, real me. I'm the me that cries all the time now. Because I'm the me that just loves him and who he is and what he's doing in and through me. And I don't understand any of it. <laughs> and that is the me, the me that doesn't understand, but the me is that is okay now with not understanding because in the understanding of my understanding, I understand that I was trying to be him. I understand that I got upset when I didn't have the same power, ability, and control over my life, that, that it's in his hands now. And that before I was walking with him, before I let him in, I was trying to be him. I was trying to have power. I was have to have I was trying to have control. I was trying to have the say, the final say. I was trying to have the final word and I was trying to have the ability to do it all myself and to receive the external validation from other people, the recognition that wow, you're amazing, you're incredible. Look at how far you've come and what you've been through, what you've done. I want to be like that. And I'm saying, well, come into my world. Like, no, all of that is different now. All of it is flipped around and it's so wild. And it's like, I don't get it though. So many other things don't make sense, but I trust now. It's an anniversary of trust. It's an anniversary of, I trust you, Jesus, more than I trust myself. And a recognition and a awareness and a realization, I never really trusted myself before. But that was a projection of my own pain, my own hurt, my own heartache, my own heartbreak. And when I trusted him enough with all the things, all the things I was ready to let, let go of, relinquish, stop caring. Because I realized they're not mine to carry in the first place. They were never mine to carry carrying around all the heartache and all the heartbreak and all the worry and all the wonder and what's it going to be like and how am I going to know what direction to go and what if, what if, what if, what if, what if I could like make songs about what if all day. What if we went this way? What if we went that way? And, and just chase, 
chase things that don't make sense. Like literally don't make sense. Why would you chase that? What's that going to get you? What are you going to feel? What are you going to embody? Who are you going to be on the way to chasing that? What are you hoping to experience? What are you going to process, go through, move through, grow through when you experience the emotional letdown from that? When you come down from the high, when you come down from the pedestal, when you come down from the tower and you come back to life, back to reality, like then what? And who are you without him in that? And even when you do go through that, do you still believe I am who he says I am? But how can you say that you know who who you are and who he says you are when you're keeping him so far? So the anniversary of a baptism is that he's never far from you. He lives within you. He resides within you, within your heart, your mind, your soul, your life. And you turn to him and you go to him every day with an open posture and positioning of surrendering open palms and say, I'm fucked up. I need you. This is my anniversary being with you, but I was with you even before then. That was just an outward declaration of an inward decision. You were there with me before. You've always been there with me. And even if I try to turn from you and, and close up my palms and my fists and shake them in your little face because I don't like what you had to say. <laughs> because you put something on my heart and on my mind, and I didn't want to sit with the truth of it, but sitting with the truth of it is sitting with how much you love me through it and how much you know about me and that you see the bigger picture. You see the bigger view. You see the bigger plan. And here I am, and you see me trying to make my own. I see you trying to make your own plans. I see you saying that you trust me, and it's not all the way. It's saying it so that you feel good about what you say but I know your heart and I know you don't feel good about everything you say. I feel like he says these things to me. And I feel like this is the anniversary of that. of feeling like I'm not alone, feeling like I'm walking with him home, feeling like sometimes my internal GPS compass system gets off the system, off the grid, like the magnet and the compass stops working and it feels like it's spinning. And he's like, I know you're scared. I know you're scared. I know you're afraid. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to not know if you can trust me. But that hurt and that pain, that's not from me. I love you more than you'll ever know. And this is a reminder, an anniversary, a time of celebration. Anniversaries are a time of celebration, and a lot of us feel pain around anniversaries. Pain from people we've had experiences and relationships with in the past. This was supposed to be our 10-year anniversary, but we didn't make it past seven. Before everything crumpled, came apart, fell apart. A story of what was supposed to be. God knows, and God only knows what's in our hearts and what's on our mind. And when we make that decision to make a declaration, to walk with him for all of our lives, we remember he walks with us for all of our lives. He chases us down. He fights till we're found. When we try to run because we've sinned, 
when we try to run because we're afraid, when we try to run because we're scared and we run towards things that don't serve us, that don't help us, that don't heal us the way that he does when we run to him. And so many of us spend our lives running and things come up, anniversaries from the past, and we realize we ran away from that. We ran away from that marriage. We ran away from that relationship. We ran away from that job, away from that whatever it was, that career, because we were scared, because there was a potential of something being great. There was a possibility of something going a certain way. And it's not always bad. Sometimes there's a potential of something being incredible, being the very thing that we desire and we don't believe that we're deserving of the things that we desire when they're great because there's an anniversary of pain in the past. And we lean into that, into the fear, into the stories that say we don't deserve good things. But God came to show us a different way. And he came to walk with us through it all. Through it all. Not walk with us through part of it and then leave us and go, well, there you go. That's enough. You know, my best, my best to you. Shalom. I hope we can find your way home. Peace be with you. We're like, what the fuck? No, <laughs> peace be with me. That's right. And it is when you accept him into your life because you receive the divine energetic exchange of the Holy Spirit that is always with you. Emmanuel, God with us. And he's always with us. And he's always walking with us. And I would love for you to experience your anniversary of that. And understand that even when you let him in, things might get harder. They did for me in many, many, many ways. Things got harder. I had more questions. The questions seemed to have bigger answers. They seemed to have no answers. Things just seemed to not make sense in more ways than before. An anniversary is often a defining moment in time. It's a connection, like that time, that day, that way, that place, an anniversary. I was there. And when you have the anniversary of your baptism, Holy Spirit comes in. The Holy Spirit meets you there in the water. You're not alone. There's other people dunking you, looking like they're trying to drown you, but they pull you right back up, right? The old is gone. The new has come. Your old sins have washed away and you get to experience this every day, even if you sin on the day to day. I do all the time through repentance, through prayer, through the relationship, the relationship that redeems, restores, and heals and celebrate that. Every day gets to be an anniversary of that, a celebration of that, a going back to the fact that he will always walk with you. He will always be with you. And you might have things in your life that just don't make sense. And it doesn't mean they're going to be easy, but it means they're all part of his plan for you. And you lean into trusting, trusting his plan for you, trusting that his ways for you are higher than your ways for you and opening up, surrendering, releasing, and letting go and leaning into the truth. And that's what he wants for you. And I don't still have, I still don't have this whole thing figured out. So don't ask me any more questions. 
just kidding. Ask away. I love, love, love diving into this, into this experience with him and with you guys. So thank you, all of you who've, who've walked this far with me. And I hope that you've already made the decision to walk this far with him as well. And if you haven't, I invite you to do that and celebrate your anniversary. And if you were baptized a while ago, just sit with what you know. Like, what do you know has changed since you let him into your heart and into your life? In what way have things changed? In what way do you still have many questions that you feel like he hasn't yet brought an answer to that pleases you? Because not all the answers he brings to us please us. And that is because he loves us. And because he loves us, he keeps things from us, things that are not good for us. But we think, oh, no, this would be really good for me. And he's like, I've got something better for you in mind for you, planned for you, coming for you and towards you. Just trust in me and wait and see. And we're like, I don't want to wait. I want it now. And he's like, trust in me. Wait and see. And I feel like that's what he says to us. I feel like that's what he says to me a lot. And an anniversary is a reminder of that, a trusting in the truth of who he is. And how much he loves us. It really is the most incredible love story. We won't know the story if we don't open the book. We won't know the words to the story if we don't open the book and read. I invite you to get into his word. Get into relationship with him. I invite you to have an anniversary that you contemplate. That you that you concentrate on, that you get excited about when it comes and you're like, oh my God, so much has changed since this day last year or, or five years ago or 10 years ago. Look at what he's done. Look what you've done. Look what you've done to me. You spoke your truth into the lies I let my heart believe. Look at me now. Look how you've made me new. I love that song. And an anniversary is a reminder of how he made you new. And so I, I too hope that you will choose your anniversary, your date, your way. And it starts with an invitation. Invite him into your life if you haven't yet. And watch what he'll do through you too. I love you guys.